You are watching Profile, success stories of ordinary people just like you and me. Thank you for watching. Our next guest is no ordinary person. He has no formal education. He has started his life as a janitor and today he praises himself as a multimillionaire. He's here to share with us how he has done it and how he plans to do lots more. Please help me welcome Darren Hastic. Darren, how are you doing today, sir? I'm pretty good, sir. Uh, happy to have you with us. Um, pleasure to be here. Nice. 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 You know, you have a lot to share with us, and of course, I'm taking notes because I feel like this is going to be like a real school for me <laughs> and for everybody else watching, right? Because we want to know how you do it. But first, we're going to start from the beginning, shall we? Yeah, right. absolutely. Let's go as far back as we can go. What's your background like? Uh, well, I was born in Trinidad and Tobago, um, single mom, you know, didn't have any money, grew up pretty poor, you know, um, my washroom was outside, <laughs> my, my, I washed my clothes outside, you know, yeah. so it was, it was pretty alright, um, because there wasn't much, my mom worked full time, mm -hmm. um, overtime, extra time, you know, just yeah. to make ends meet, Yeah, you know, I was, uh, I was, uh, I uh, didn't make it to school sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't have proper structure growing up and yeah. stuff, right? So I remember I used to go to English class and I used to tell the guys, "Why would I go to English class? I speak English." <laughs> you know? So I didn't really have much education coming out of out of Trinidad. Yeah, you know. But um, I was always entrepreneurial. Yeah, you know. Nice. So I had a few businesses in Trinidad. Nice. You know, I used to go around, um, print tickets, um, sell barbecue tickets, yeah. take the money, buy the chicken, make the barbecue, peanut business. I used to uh -huh. make peppered peanuts, right? Nice. And um, I go around, sold to bars. Mm -hmm. It was it was a pretty good venture, you yeah. know. So you you learn business from a young age by just doing it, by trying things. Yeah. Yep. In the experience, pretty think. much. Yep. All right. Yeah. All right. So, what happened next? I came to Canada when I was twenty-one. Okay. What makes you come to Canada? Well, things weren't good for us in, in Trinidad. Mm -hmm. um, so my mom came to Canada as a as an aide for elderly people. They needed care aides for elderly people. Six years later, mm -hmm. we got a letter in the mail. Uh, you have two weeks to get out of Trinidad, or else you have to start the whole process over again. Okay. And we packed up and then we came to Canada. What was your experience like, the transition into Canada? Yeah, well fortunately I didn't really have to fend for myself because my mom, um, she set things up for us. Mm -hmm. You know, she had a, by the time we got here we already had like a place to live mm -hmm. and that type of stuff. And um, she had already hooked, um, hooked up a job for me, right? Okay. So it was uh, janitorial. Okay. You know, my brother and I started there. Okay. Um, he left to go back to school. Mm -hmm. Right, but I continued um, doing janitorial. The owner of the company, uh -huh. him and I became good friends. Uh -huh. I used to call him my BC dad. Yeah, and that kind of comes into play mm -hmm. um, later on in my story. Yeah, you know, but he was a good friend of mine. You know, and, um, and yeah, and that's how I started off janitorial, six dollars an hour. <laughs> mm -hmm. A lot of overtime, a lot of hours, right? A lot of hours. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And uh, that entrepreneurial spirit was always there. So when I started um, at the company, I told my supervisor at the time, mm. 
Like if I'm here for more than six months, fire me, <laughs> you know? Because I know uh -huh. even from a young age, people get accustomed to mm -hmm. where they're working, they stay in it, they don't challenge themselves, that type yeah. of stuff, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I knew I, I didn't want to be a janitor. You know, it was yeah. the easiest thing to yeah. do. Yeah, one of the first thing I got when I came here, and because my boss was, was a cool guy, mm -hmm. I kind of stuck with it for a bit. What happened after six months? being with this company did he fire you no no, <laughs> no, no. I've, never, I've never been fired okay. and I, I don't I don't think I'm, I'm I'm not the type of guy to be fired because okay. I do if my job is a B I do a B C D you know right. I always get involved I want to know more I want to grow you know yeah. I've always been like that so um, no I left I left I left to PC. I, I kind of went down the wrong path you know you're, going you're, out. You're trying to figure things out. Trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just knew I didn't want to be a janitor. You know. I actually went to the United States. I worked as a bartender. I, I just traveled. Just you know, odds and ends. I did promotions. Yeah. Yeah. Exploring. Yep. Exploring different things. And uh -huh. uh, then one day I got a call. Uh -huh. uh, this guy was pretty close to me. His name was Russell, and um, he told me he had cancer. Okay. And he needed help. I stopped what I was doing, and then I came back to help him. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's pretty much what stopped my course on financial literacy and that type of stuff. Because mm -hmm. you know he was an awesome guy, mm -hmm. lots of friends at his house. He was very giving, you know, mm -hmm. and house, car, all that type of stuff. But when he passed away, he didn't really have much, you know. Yeah. And. Um, that changed my life. Yeah, also. Well, uh, I just, I decided that I'm not gonna die poor, you know, because it puts a strain on people. Like, I had to quit what I was doing, I had to come help him up. I love him, I would do it, you know, no matter what. Yeah. But I had no real income, I you know, I, was, I, was, I had no car, I had nothing, I lost everything that I had. Mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of worked with him, but, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the medication and going to the hospital all the time, full time care, you know, it's pretty expensive, you know. Right. So, so I, I, I learned from that, you know, I, I draw from that, and um, I remember I went into the hospital to spend New Year's with him, right? And then he was sleeping like a baby, and then in the morning I got the call, you know. Yeah. Um, that day changed my life. Yeah. You know, that day, um, that day changed my life. That day, it was a new year, mm. and then and then I decided, like, I dropped all my friends, you know, and then I decided I was going to focus on my future, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Simply because you want your story to be different. Your... Simply because, yes. Mm. Yeah. I knew. It was more than just myself. I have to think of other people. You don't think about things during the course of your life, but if you pass away and you have nothing to leave to anybody or a will, things to take care of yourself, you know, then you become, for lack of a better word, a burden. You know, and I, and I, I didn't want to be that. It's, 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 it's not nice to see a burden, you know what I mean? But it, it really what it is. You know, I mean, you, you love your family, you want to take care of them, but they have their own lives to live, you know, so 
I decided that I was going to be financially stable, free, you know, and I was going to do well. What was the first step? What did you do? I took over his business because uh, he passed away. I took over his business. But um, Which business is this? Janitorial business. He okay. had a janitorial business. Okay. It was like a franchise. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't like the environment there. Okay. So I decided to open my own company. And um, one of the reasons and one of the things that I wanted to accomplish was I wanted to help people grow and build, especially janitorial. It's not, it's not pay. You don't get a lot of money doing janitorial, right? Mm -hmm. So I wanted to build a company to help my employees mm -hmm. grow and build and be successful in life, even though they're making a small income. Mm -hmm. So... I started my own company and then I start diving into, I would work janitorial work at nights. I start um, using the power of the internet, mm -hmm. start learning about financial literacy, start learning about investing in stocks, mm -hmm. started learning about real estate, earning this card. And I go around to people and like, I'm a real estate investor, I'm a real estate investor, I'm a real estate investor. <laughs> a real hustler. Yeah. <laughs> and then people would be like, oh really? How many properties you have? I was like, none. <laughs> so they would be like, no, nobody's, you know. It was, a, it was, it was really hard. It, it, it taught me a lot, you know, as far as never giving up, yeah. you know, starting from somewhere, that type of stuff. So, soon enough, I got one person to invest with me. I got two people to invest with me. So later on, people ask, how many properties do you have? Like 15, 16, you know, it keeps counting. Yeah. And then from there, it became easier because it's a track record. You know, people seeing growth. So people now they begin to trust what I'm doing, that type of stuff. By now you have like a ton of businesses. Right, so <laughs> so from investing in stocks and investing in real estate, I still did janitorial. Mm -hmm. But my passion and my love is real estate. Mm -hmm. Love real estate. I think real estate is the most amazing product out there. Right? However, I'll go and I'll meet people and say, what do you do? And I was like, Janitorial, right? <laughs> and I didn't get the response that I wanted. You know, right. it, it, it didn't give much credits. Credits, yeah. It didn't give much credit for being a janitor, right? So I meet all these successful people, but I'm still the janitor, mm -hmm. which is fine. And then I go with a friend of mine, and he owns a restaurant. And they're like, what do you do? And like, I own a restaurant. And then people will be like, wow, you, where is it? This, that. And he got a lot of engagement. Right. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna open my restaurant. <laughs> you know, that that's how it started. I'm gonna open my restaurant, right? Me and the same gentleman who had the restaurant before, um, we talk. I say, man, let's open a restaurant, whatever. And he's like, yeah, sure, let's open another restaurant. And we go around and we were talking what's a proven concept and that type of stuff. And then we came up with uh, Taps and Tacos. He actually thought of the name, right? Mm -hmm. I had purchased a property in this building in Port Moody. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I knew this really cool location was available. His brother was very knowledgeable in the restaurant space. Mm -hmm. So I, I decided to talk to his brother, bring his, uh, and ask his brother if he wanted to be a part of the restaurant, right? They were like, okay, it's cool, but, you know, we don't have the money to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I have the money, <laughs> right? So, um, 
It's funny because I didn't. I just knew that I could raise it. Okay. Right. Anyway, that came to be. We started a business, became successful. We had a food truck, now we have a cart, you know. And yeah, the business keeps going. When I was started the janitorial business, the first job I ever got was at Calabash Bistro. Okay. I used to clean that. That was my first, when I started my own company, that was the first job that I had. Okay. So I used to clean the floors there. And um, I really love the vibe and the energy I wanted, right? And I wanted to own it. You know, I wanted to be a part of it. You know, I got to meet the owners, obviously, and I thought they were pretty cool. And for years, once I opened Taps and Tacos, for years, I'd be like, I want to be a part of this. I want to be a part of this. Yeah. And I guess Taps and Tacos gave me the credibility that I, I could do something. Yeah. So they took me a lot more seriously. And then, um, yeah, and then I bought into Calabash, some amazing guys, yeah. you know, and um, yeah, very happy about that. Yes. Let's quickly go over some of the challenges, the obstacles that you overcome to be where you are today. First of all was, I didn't really understand credit when I came to Canada. Credit score. Credit score, that type of stuff. I, I wrapped up my credit cards, put myself deep in debt. I remember I, I used to open the mailbox yeah. when I first came here. I was like, oh, it's so cool. I got a mailbox. <laughs> then as time goes by, the bills just keep coming. I learned to hate that mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly to hate that. I had, I had the, the, the uh, wrong guidance, you know, like Russell, you know, great, great guy. He didn't really understand financial literacy. I mean, he, 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 he didn't really, he didn't have much to offer me in that part, in that direction you know and I did the wrong things and he's like don't worry about it you can file bankruptcy and everything will be fine and, and I did <laughs> don't recommend that to anybody when I um started over it was it was a pretty tough goal you know I didn't have any money I didn't really too like too much like what I was doing you know um so it was it, it kept me focused work at night and try to dress up in the day Go do sales, try to get business, you know. And then, uh, but most of the time, I know I was focused. I know I was working on um, building my credit. You know, stocks did pretty good for me. You know, um, I I spent a lot of money in education. You know, I did all these courses. You know, real estate courses, um, stock courses. You know, I didn't even have the money for it. I rack up my credit cards again. <laughs> Don't do that. Do not do that. Right? I racked up all my credit cards again. As I started doing better in life, I decided that I, I want to help people. Yeah. Because the problem with these courses is not that it's not good. It's the problem you don't get pre-qualified. They, they're not interested in whether you're able to you have this the foundation. Is for you. Yes. Yeah. They just want your money. You go to the back of the room, you pay for the courses, but you don't have money to invest in real estate. You don't have um, construction background. You don't have, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's more than just the knowledge, it's being, to, it's being able to put the knowledge to use. to use. And my goal is, at some point, I may charge people for my time, mm -hmm. but I want to make sure that if I charge you $5, you may 10 <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Because I've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's some people I realize when you help people for free, they don't really take it. You know, when you pay your money, you really try. 
Do you think formal education would make a difference in your life? For sure, formal education would have helped, you know. I think it's important. English, for example. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's very important. Yeah. You know, I can see the importance of it is what I should say. Mm -hmm. But for me, I think I was better off that I went on my, on, on, on my course mm -hmm. because I don't see limits. And I feel right or wrong, this is how I feel. Mm -hmm. You know, um, formal education, it puts you in a box. You're taught to do something, you know. When that bell rings, it's lunchtime. When that, you know what I mean? You have to be there at this time. You have to do that at that time, you know. And I didn't really have that discipline. Um, discipline, right? So I don't keep hours. I don't have an eight-hour day. I just have a day, <laughs> right? So I fit as much as I can within that day. Yeah. So I, I, I often think about, oh, should I go back to school? Should I do this? Should I do that? But I educate myself in different ways now, you know, in, 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 in ways that actually can so benefit you. my life yeah. and, and grow and help. Like I learn more about real estate every day. I learn more about stocks every day, you know, uh, marketing. Things. How do you balance your life between your bus many businesses huh? and your personal life? personal life mm -hmm. was that <laughs> no that's not a joke seriously no I just work 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 um, it's 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 somewhat of a lonely life but we're all humans mm -hmm. and as we go along mm -hmm. we improve we try to improve you know as best as we can and I realized mm -hmm. through you know a lot of a lot of comments you know I'm always focused on the next business or the next opportunity or the next mm -hmm. you know and I, I in the beginning well not in the beginning for a long time I didn't take care of myself you know uh, now I try to find a balance mm -hmm. now I try to go to the gym I make that a priority you know I try to do more outdoor activities mm -hmm. you know um, I try to travel as much as I can mm -hmm. sometimes a little bit too much <laughs> you know but um, yeah so that sense, it, it brings some type of balance to my life. Mm -hmm. But my brain is always active. Even if I'm on vacation, I'm working. Even if I'm hiking, I'm working. <laughs> Even if I'm at the gym, I'm working. <laughs> my brain always thinking, what next? How to improve? Yeah. How to do this? How to do that? Right. Yeah. So what next for you? Something I also realize on my journey, mm -hmm. the more successful I become, is the more lonely I become. So I'm moving away from everybody else that I know because I can afford to do things that other people can't. And then I wasn't really challenged. So what I started doing, and I didn't even realize this until COVID hit, mm -hmm. is I started lowering my goals, not purposely, mm -hmm. because to keep, I don't want to distance myself from my peers. Mm -hmm. if that makes sense and then when COVID hit that changed my world so now I'm like okay you know what I should be more aggressive in helping people come up mm -hmm. you know my friends and my family and, and, and whoever I encounter so that we can all join this journey you know that passion to help others so how are you helping people now 
do you have like a, an organization, a program? How are you doing yeah, this? so I, I found some amazing people in Vancouver. We started this group called Bob, mm -hmm. you know. Um, what does it stand for? Bob start, Bob originally started for billion, dot, billion or bust, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> and then um, soon we, we started a membership and one of the members said that um, bust is, is, is more of a negative thing, okay. so let's be positive, and we agreed. So we said billion or beyond. Or beyond. So that's nice. what it stands for now. Tell us about Bob. So Bob was, was, was designed to be a lifestyle mm -hmm. company, mm -hmm. right? And it was supposed to help make financial literacy, learn about Stockholm or real estate fun. So the whole idea of it was to bring a community together and make it a fun environment, but a learning environment um, of just the same. So that's what we've been working, working on. Mm -hmm. And um, for me, myself, I devote um, as much of my time to anybody for any questions they need, mm -hmm. any help they, they might encounter. From your, your journey in life, what are some of the nuggets you have picked up along the way? Find mentors, you know, and um, a lot of people have been down the path already, mm -hmm. you know, and just I take a little bit from everybody mm -hmm. and make it my own, mm -hmm. you know. What about your mindset? Do you think that plays a big role in your where you are today? Absolutely. And one of my struggles is how do I, con how do I get people to change their mindset? I haven't figured that part out yet, but I'm working on it, Ravi. So I just, you know, someone has to want to change and mm -hmm. someone has to believe mm -hmm. or else they can't. If you believe you can't do something, you're probably right. Now I listen to you. I don't hear so much theory or principles. I hear passion. Passion is the driving force and mindset. Yeah. The mindset the to mindset. say, you know what, I can do it. You said something earlier that they wanted to start a, a restaurant, no money, and they said, I have the money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you didn't yeah. have it. No. But the mindset that says, listen, money is not going to stop us from exactly. having this business. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I um, built a, a huge real estate portfolio. Mm -hmm. If I thought about if I had the money, it would have never happened. Never. And that's one of the first things people always tell me. Oh, I have no money. I have no money. And I try to teach people, you know, just, just look focus. The universe will give you what you go out and get, what you ask for, what you bring. You know? There's a difference between having a business and probably say doing real estate or, or investing, right? Would you suggest to people like, you know what, have your own business, you know, follow the steps that I took in life. Yeah. Um, a lot of times people start a business, mm -hmm. but it's really a job, right? It really turns into a job, but a worse job because now you, it's no time off, no this, you're always and there. It stresses the yes. hell out of you. So a lot of people think that starting a business means you work in it every day, you build it up and whatever, right? Like I had, I've purchased companies that's been 30 years in business and haven't even done half the sales that I do, right? But why is that though? Because someone got in their head, they're gonna start a business, but it really turned into a job for 30 years of their life. 
I said, I'm just, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying be very careful of going into the business. I see a lot of people run themselves into debt, you know. I mean, a job is probably the best thing to do, starting off, and then do a business on the side. And when your business starts to grow, then you can scale, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, but you know, I, I don't want to fool anybody and think it's like a grand idea to go start a business and that type of stuff. It is difficult. It, it is. is difficult. And it's risky. It is. And it is. If it's your passion, it's worth the risk. Awesome. You know, mm -hmm. if it's just because you want to make money, mm -hmm. chances are it's going to, you know, there's going to be a problem. You know, I'm not saying you can't be successful, but having passion for something and having a, a, a dream and a focus, it's, it helps a lot. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Just keep trying, keep challenging yourself. Mm -hmm. You feel better, you know, you feel better when you accomplish anything, you know, so keep growing, keep growing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I know you are someone who is always helping, giving back. You, you, you talk about it with a lot of passion yeah. here. Now, can anyone reach you if they want, for any reason, whether to do business with you. Yeah. It seems like you know that you have the know-how yeah. or if they just want to learn from you. Yeah. How yeah. can they reach you? I, I try to push everybody towards my Instagram now. Mm -hmm. um, so at Darren Hastick. Just DM me. I'm, I'm, I'm very easy to get in touch with and you know I share my contact information and everything. Yeah. Thank you man. Thank you. Thank you for your, your sharing your wisdom and your experience with us. Yeah. I've learned a lot. And I'm sure everyone watching learned something here today. Huh? And thanks a million. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. <laughs> Hope to have you back. And on I love the your show. show. <laughs> Good you. job. Thank you. Thank oh. you. And I hope you are enjoying it as well. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. All right, bye for now. Bye bye. bye.